are tuning in to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. My name is Bree, and you can find me at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. Check out the show notes for more information, including a link to my website. Thank you so much for listening. Namaste. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to today's yoga tip. Now I wanted to talk about what does it mean to find a neutral spine or neutral pelvis or what we call an ideal pelvic tilt. So using mountain pose or tadasana as an example, a lot of times the student is trying to figure out how exactly to stand in that posture that lengthens the spine the most. Um, should the tail be pointing behind? Should the pelvis be um, guided forward? And how much flexion in the spine should really be taking place? Now, I like to tell my students that they have to find their own neutralization, their own sweet spot in their spine, in their lower back, the lumbar area. And in order to do this, you sort of have to play around with 6 o'clock and 12 o'clock with the pelvic um, girdle and just kind of going back and forth and engaging the pelvis tilt the pelvic tilt with your pelvis back and forth little by little until you can neutralize the spine now some school of thoughts is that you're creating this bowl like flexion um, as you have this tilt that kind of creates this um, with your pelvis which you could kind of like hold water in that space but the downside is, is that you end up tucking your tail or even yoga teachers will cue you to tuck your tail and it really doesn't give us that neutralization that we are looking for. We still want that natural curve that is going to naturally take place. Now, when we have an anterior tilt, that's gonna take the pelvic forward and a posterior is gonna take it backward. And as I'm mentioning, there is no one way that is most optimal for every student. We have to keep in mind that a new mother um, who's recently given birth versus um, a middle-aged man are going to need to have a somewhat different way of how they tilt the pelvis. And each need is going to widely vary on the anatomical alignment of the body as it is in its natural normal state. So your posture plays a big role in this and over time um, how you're able to guide your spine into more of a lengthening posture is also going to depend on how your anatomy is laid out. So just be mindful of all of that. Now a neutral pelvis is the pelvis in a position that best supports a curve in the lower back. So it gives us the most optimal um, spinal health when we have a neutral pelvis that is in its right, quote unquote, right alignment for your body. Now this is when the position is offering minimal stress to all the muscles, tendons, and ligaments that are attached to the pelvis, okay? So when we think about that, we want to make sure that we're not moving the pelvis into a position that will flatten the curve in the lower back. So essentially that is the first litmus test to decide if you are in the right degree of where you want that tilt to take place.
all right? So as we curve the lumbar and we have the tilting of the pelvis, we can then start to have a general idea of what's neutral in our body. So tucking and scooping of the tailbone, commonly taught in these poses, is not beneficial to the function of the spine. So that's sort of an old school of thought it's harder to engage the transverse abdominal muscles that way, and therefore you're unable to stabilize your back. We need the core to keep the back really stabilized, to keep those organs really stabilized. Um, otherwise, you're unable to create the lightness, for instance, in mountain pose, that you should be feeling once your feet are grounded and your crown is rising toward the sky. You should almost feel a lightness take over the body, like you can just lift off with every inhalation and then further ground with every exhalation. If it's painful to stand in that position, then there's some adjustments that need to take place, even if they're just uber minor. I like to make that mind-body connection come really strong and this is one of the reasons why. Sometimes just thinking about creating that length in the spine, creating that natural curvature in the lumbar, the lower back, and having a nice neutral pelvic tilt is going to kind of take place in its own infinite wisdom as the body is connecting to the thoughts that you're having in your mind. Your job is to understand, to at least comprehend the goal. And once you're able to do that, you can create this in your body over time with more and more awareness of how things feel, okay? So I think that's really important. And recently I published the episode, The Mind-Body Connection, for this very reason. Now, having your yoga teacher present and being able to offer you adjustments, which is also an, a previous episode, um, yoga adjustments, this is another reason why those can be important. Just a gentle adjustment can be very helpful in understanding how to get the, the spine neutralized, which is a running theme throughout your practice. I believe alignment of the body and the spine and the hips are going to take you into every single pose correctly and get you the most bang for your buck. Your ROI on your own time and investment into your practice is going to be tenfold when you're able to get yourself into the postures correctly. Alignment is important um, and just having that general awareness of what it should be like is going to start to get you there. So you can practice these alignment cues in cat-cow, just understanding how your spine feels flexed and caved and neutralized. You can practice this by sticking your butt back, kind of creating that duck-like position with the body, chest forward, duck back, and then bringing everything in, bringing shoulders out of ears, widening your sitting bones by just generally um, opening up the hips, squatting, other hip openers can start to create that lengthening in other parts of the body, as do twists and lots of other yoga postures as we link them and sync them together for many purposes. Utilizing yoga props can be vital. Straps are amazing for really 
encouraging flexibility in a safe manner, which then lends itself to lengthening of the body, lengthening of the spine, neutralizing the body, and also releasing that psoas muscle with lying windshield wipers and other postures that can really help you. Um, as I mentioned, all of this is important because it gives you the best in return for all the hard work that you are putting into your practice. So practice neutralizing the spine by creating flexion, flexion in one direction and in the other, and then finding your neutral point. Talk to your yoga teacher before or after class. Have them work with you to find what works for you. I work with dancers and gymnasts and the body awareness that it takes to practice yoga effectively is beyond any other discipline that I've ever been a part of. Yoga, um, yoga really does teach you everything you ever wanted to know about your body. All you have to do is listen. So I hope that gave you a quick tip. Thank you so much for listening. Namaste. I am so honored that you are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. Never miss an episode. Download the free app on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher. Please also rate the show with five stars. I would greatly appreciate that. Visit me on my website at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. I include free yoga sequences every single month. You can leave a comment or message me and we can connect. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful personal practice. Namaste.